Gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to Roast and Toast, the podcast. I am your host, David. I'm joined by my other hosts, uh, Jenny and Philip. And uh, welcome, Hello. guys. Aloha, guys. The sun is shining. Summer is uh, summer oh, has arrived, and uh, it's abound. It surrounds us. Roasting and toasting. We're we're not quite roasting yet, but we're definitely toasting over here in good old Arizona. We have not re we are just barely touching the surface of our typical one hundred degree weathers. The toast is bunning our ton. What? I don't know what I just said, but we are toasting (laughs) our toasted the buttons are toasted. They're toasted, not roasting. Yes. Oh you're roasted toasting. Jenny, do you have any niblets of news yes, for us? Yes, I am a recovering sick child. I have been sick this whole week. I've I can yeah, I could hear something. You're in your all going to hear yeah. wonderful yeah. congested Jenny this week. I cannot explain where this sickness came from. I just woke up with it, and this feels like. It's been lingering, right, Jenny? This is like almost like a week long thing um, that's happened. It was like slowly building last no, week. Am I, I think right? it was mostly just um, it was like the beginning, like the the like the the first couple of days of this week it started. But it's the the major symptoms have kicked out. Now it's just that residual seven days of you're gonna sound like absolute crap. But hey, you know what? It's better than dealing with sinus pressure. But anyway, yeah, I'm gonna. There's going to be hopefully I don't cough too much during the episode, uh, but yeah, you're going to enjoy this lovely variation of my voice. Uh, what's new with you guys? Go on, let's let's hear more before, so I can stop talking and just just being gross. <laughs> well, the only thing that I can say that like I've I've spent the entire time that you've been talking, Jenny, trying to think of something like what what is news that's happened in my life. I, a couple of weeks ago, I decided to 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 you know shave off my beard and keep the mustache and and if you'll forgive the pun, it's kind oh, of grown yeah? on me and I kind of like it and so it might stick around for longer than normal. Yeah, but that's how, I have nothing how often else. do you dedicate yourself to any facial hairstyle or I guess suppose any hairstyle, but but in this case facial. How long do you rarely, usually marry yourself to? It? Rarely longer than a couple months. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, no. Um, did you also get a haircut? I am seeing things are looking. I I did get a haircut, Jenny. I did get a haircut. <laughs> I am so groomed right now. I I I'm just so good looking. <laughs> what can I say, Philip? What about you? Uh, speaking about I'm so good looking and body positivity. Uh, this week, me and my sister enjoyed Lizzo. Oh, we went. Well, uh, I, I, my biggest takeaway from the show was not when Lizzo, she was wonderful, it was great. It was I an mean, interesting choice to have Am I Ready to Be Loved as the second song out of your set list. Oh. Like, that for me was a highlight song. So I'm like, why is that so early? But, but whatever, whatever, whatever. The biggest takeaway for me was I did not, I don't think I fully appreciated or realized how important, how damn near scientific it can be to truly put an effort towards getting your pre-show artist correctly, to get the the person featured or getting the person that is like right before the big artist, get that correctly. Do you know who we were uh, graced by uh, before we got to see Lizzo? Who? Do you know the artist? We got to watch Lotto. Now, Lotto? I, 
I bet neither one of you know who Lotto is, but you do know who Lotto is. Do you remember? Was, was it least... a Lotto or, or was it a Lizzo? <laughs> it was a Lotto, a Lizzo. A Lotto, a Lizzo. <laughs> Let me tell you, the show featured a lot of Lizzo, but that's a different subject entirely with all the twerking. Uh, but, but, but. Lotto is the one who sings the song Big Energy Remix with Mariah Carey. It's the one, I could be your fantasy. Got that big, big energy. Oh, interesting. I'm assuming that song was played at some point during their set. I don't know this song. Dare I, I? I bet you do, David. Well, actually, now that I know you're good, so I'll, I'll show it to you. Wait, afterwards. is that the song that's used in all those TikToks? That did it? Yes. Or it yes. goes like that? Okay, got it. Exactly. And that was the the last song. Right? We all knew it was coming. There was a nice little spin into it and everything else. And then finally, that's the one. Because I'm, I'm telling you, I had a 60-year-old mother who was there very obviously for, for Lizzo in front of her with like her entire family and group of kids and everything else. When Lotto came out, twerkaholin, work at the pole, having a, a chair dance and, and just, just moving that thing like it was brand new off the shelf. The mother was arms crossed in front of us and the, she was not having fun. The DJ before us, she was all bouncing up to Uptown Funk, but when Lotto <laughs> came out, she was in disapproval like, Mm-mm, honey, you need Jesus. Oh, and there's then some Lizzo, tea. Yeah, there was. Um, we had a full on concert, me and my sister watching the lady in front of us. She was our spirit animal. We loved it. So, anyways, that just all that proved to me was take pride in, in who the flavor is of the artist that precedes you. Because Lotto was not it for that was a very divided crowd uh, who definitely did not sign up for Lotto but wanted Lizzo. And I thought that that was a weird pairing. Maybe yeah. knowing how big of a headliner Lizzo is, she probably has multiple openers that trade out on on different legs. Maybe. So maybe that was that was just that section's leg. I'll have to do some research. I'm curious, but I'm glad you enjoyed the show, Philip. Oh, we loved it. We if loved I it. Share, I, I'm not a I'm not the biggest fan of Lizzo. I I respect it so much the 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 positivity in all of her music, but I just don't like it. Like, it's not that I don't like the songs themselves. I just don't like music that's positive. I need angst and and misery in my music. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, and that's really it. That's the only thing. Well, I, I if you look back at one of my uh, That Slaps, one of her, my favorite, my, my probably my second favorite song of hers is called Jerome. It's not... It's not positive. It's it's actually really nice. It's a soulful. Well, I, I think, should check that one out. I was gonna say, check that one out. Come back to me and see if that if that floats your Lizzo boat. That's the one that gets you a little I bit. I will. I will do that. All right, gang. We are doing a little another round of a good old. I am I the a hole, and this week I'm the judge. I'm in control here. <laughs> so for those who at home who are listening who have not heard this segment before, I'm going to be supplying two uh, scenarios to Philip and David, and we need to determine: Am I the a hole now? The way we're going to do this is one of the two guys here are going to either be the prosecutor or the defender, and it is their job to come up with arguments either uh, saying, yes, I am the a-hole, or no, I am not the a-hole. And then it'll be my job to determine who has the stronger argument in their cases. So, fellas, are we ready to start this round of Am I the A-hole? Our first oh, face-off, David. I'm going to yeah, take oh. you down like a salami sandwich. 
<laughs> All right, so I'm going to go ahead and start off by reading. <laughs> this is a great week for me to be sick, and I'm reading these long stories. <laughs> Just gonna anyway. Um, so, <clears throat> am I the a hole for brushing my teeth in public while going to the farmers market with my mother and brother? My breath smelled, and I wanted to brush my teeth, so I brought my toothbrush and toothpaste with me to the market. As we walked out to the market, I squeezed a bit of toothpaste onto my brush and poured some water in my mouth from my own water bottle to get some foaming action. I started brushing my teeth and made sure to keep my distance away from vendors and stalls. I am pretty much away from everyone up until I walk up to my mom when she's interacting with a lady who is a potential friend for her. The lady looked at me funny and I paused brushing to say my breath smelled. <laughs> I continued brushing and walked over to a water drain hole by the parking lot to spit out the foam. I made sure the area was clear and the hole was intended for rainwater to prevent flooding. The next day, my mother tells me that what I did was really weird. And the lady saw me brush my teeth, who that saw me brush my teeth, didn't pick up any of my mother's calls after. And it may have been because I was acting, quote, weird, brushing my teeth in public. I genuinely feel bad that the other lady didn't pick up um, because I wanted to, I wanted my mom to make new friends and be happy. Now she's upset with me and she's told me to never brush my teeth in public again and framed in such a way that she didn't want people to hurt my feelings or be unkind to me at the market and no one really cared or treated me poorly the only people who made me feel weird about brushing my teeth was the lady who looked at me with glaring eyes and my mother of course so am i the a-hole because i brushed my teeth at the farmer's market away from others then near my mom and a random lady my mom wanted to be friends with now go ahead which one of us is on which side jenny well let's find out hmm I will leave the choice to you guys. Philip, how about you decide first this time? Oh, I don't know which one David wants, but I will, uh, I guess if, since the choice is up to me, I will go, I will defend the teeth brusher. You'll defend the teeth brusher. All right. So that means David will be the prosecutor in this case. I, I'm not quite sure personally what the, what the court order is so i will say since philip got to pick i say david gets to go first now i think the crucial thing here is the scene that has been set here we're in a farmer's market Mm -hmm. this is a place where people go to buy food Mm -hmm. you know people are go to buy food other things but predominantly food because that's what farmers grow um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it, it seems to me to be kind of antisocial. You're bringing your bathroom routine out to the farmer's market. Why didn't the person, if he took the time to grab his toothbrush and toothpaste, why didn't he just brush his teeth quickly right there? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand why he couldn't have just taken like, it didn't even have to be a full three minute. They say at least three minutes, whatever. Didn't have to be a full three minutes. Just brush, do like a quick brush, brush your tongue, get the bad breath smell Objection, out. your honor. This is all <laughs> conjecture. This We don't know the true timing of a good- How a rushed good could he have been? How rushed have- is my client's brush? I don't know, but I don't dare uh, scientifically find Let's out. Let's be I will serious find- here. How rushed could he have possibly been to 
to go and get the toothbrush and toothpaste instead of uh, instead of just going and brushing his teeth quickly and coming down. I would like to add information based on this this question. Mm-hmm. He mm. this person is known for always packing a ton of dental supplies. So they always carry toothbrush, toothpaste, floss, gum, breath mist. Going they to are, the farmer's market? <laughs> in general, they always like to carry a lot of supplies. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe this person should add breath mint to that list of supplies. Oh, they were there, David. They were there. They were the all breath there. breath mints were there? They were there. Then, then <laughs> this person deliberately chose to brush their teeth over a breath mint, despite it being a very odd thing to do. Uh, now, would I say ass? No, I guess not. But the, the question here is whether this person was in the right. And I think not. You could have easily just sucked on a breath mint. All right. The defending argument. Go ahead, Philip. I think we finally found something that 10 out of 10 dentists can get behind, guys. <laughs> Look. A walking advertisement for oral hygiene is something we should be proud of. It's something that we should be promoting. It's something that we should be applauding, dare I say. Look, 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 look. Uh, Brett, my my uh, adversary over here brought up breath mints. Dare I say that? Don't, that's like putting Axe body spray onto an <laughs> unshowered body. Oh who doesn't? Amongst, who doesn't amongst us know that feeling? And I tell you, once you eat some Indian food and you just add a mint, that's not doing anything. That's just mixing. That's just mixing. That's not taking away the problem. This guy went above and beyond, and he obviously has an a, an. A, Cute uh, awareness of the problem that exists in the oral hygienic world that so much so that he goes above and beyond and he was so aware of his surroundings that he made sure not to get his spittle and his foam near anybody. He wasn't disgusting with it, just like, you know, just all over. No, 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 no. He, he gargled. He washed. I mean, he damn near, he probably flossed as well. And I applaud him for it. I applaud him for it. Besides, besides, actually. If we as a society have not only accepted but but just said, you know what, it's it's a little it's a it's a scooch odd, but we get it, honey. We all know. If we've all agreed that the uh, that the idea of putting on makeup, of of applying, uh, of 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 clipping or or tweezing or doing any bathroom routines in the car on the way to work is acceptable, changing clothes, whatever have you. Then damn it! If you're but in you a would change market. clothes in private. You wouldn't do it out on the street. Oh, oh! I mean, is your car private? Is your car he, private? Private enough? You could have brushed his teeth in the car. Look, he wasn't deep in the 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 brush. I mean, this wasn't an inappropriate okay, thing. Let's hold on, hold on a second. Whoa. He took the time. He 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 made the effort to try to stay away from vendors, but did not make the effort to try to stay away while he was brushing his teeth from. From his mother, who was talking to a new friend of hers, whom he's never met, and he went up to them, still brushing his... How long was he even brushing his teeth for? It shouldn't take that long that you're walking through the farmer's market, still brushing your teeth. A regular timeline. It's It typically is a few minutes for making... For yeah, but uh, this feels like he was, he was doing it for... My clients should not be subjected if to... If it's a three-minute to... brush, he could just take a step away, walk away from the crowd, brush his teeth quickly... Spit in the gutter, and that's it. But he my didn't cl- do that. My client should not be subjected to complaints over the duration of a healthy and full. Based on fully what? What are you talking training. about? You are. I, I will find the the proper amount of time that is recommended by dentists. But 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 three minutes. Ju- what? 
That's a long time. Have you walked around a farmer's market? It, you get through pretty speedily. I mean, once you see the thing of bagels, once you see the thing of Jewish bread, once you see the thing of, of tamales, I get, right. you know, it, there's, there's a, a certain lot. point you got to make a decision. Are you cleaning your teeth quickly because you're really worried about your bad breath? Or are you browsing the farmer's market? Three minutes is not that long to just step away for, for a quick minute. Look, one more time, just one more thing before I, before I, I, I head it off. You made the point of how we're around food. We don't know where the where my client where my where my beneficiary where he was brushing his teeth who do you know the things the random things that I've not only found but bought at farmers markets that don't encompass food I found rugs there have been purses there have been hairbrushes there's been there's been sex toy stations over there there's uh. been buttons I, I've been there's been farmers markets that have shown from side A to side Z there could be in a completely non-edible row that they went down that they happen to find their their mother's very judgy friend at. I rest my cape. Jenny, what say you? What? Who do you think uh, got the better end of this? Who do you? Who would you side with in this argument? Hmm. Well, you both made very, uh, very clear arguments. I will say there were several points that you both presented that were valid and and true, and spoke and just made excellent points. But in this case, I would say that I heard a very strong and clear argument. For the defense of your client, Philip. So I want to give the point to you this time. They, it was very clear. Yes. You, there was a lot of passion. But I also want to hear what now. Now that uh, Philip has taken this round, what do we actually yes. think? Is he the a hole? I actually, I completely agree with my argument. Mm -hmm. I, I'm of the part, let's push social norms, especially for something that's good. That's something that's nice. I, how many times, I worked. As a matter of fact, I've come off of work tonight. And let me tell you, the amount of smells that I've, I've had to deal with tonight, I, I, I am so for anybody that is avidly aware of their surroundings and their body and their hygiene. Hell, I do not care. If you're weird by brushing your teeth, I'd rather you be weird than me having to have to deal with your gingivitis all day and then you having a conversation with me let's go with the weird embrace the weird i'll take the colgate weird any day as opposed to the person with a piece of broccoli in their teeth that's my thought i i i think asshole is absolutely the wrong word i think the guy it is a weird thing to do like it's a weird thing to do it's outside social i do norms. i do still stand by the 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 breath mint thing he could have just taken a breath mint and brushed his teeth later mm -hmm. i do also wonder why he couldn't have just like gone to a nearby store and gone into the bathroom and cleaned his teeth. You know, you know? I did try um, to double check that information. It didn't ever say that he tried to pursue. He did say that when he yeah. does brush his teeth in public, he does try to look for restrooms or um, oh, fair enough. private stalls. Uh, I think... But I hold think on, hold on, hold on. How are we going to brush past that? Who, like, uh, I, have a, I have a mobile grooming kit for clipping my nails, but that's an incredible. That's a, completely because of my work that I do uh, in the day in day out. I've never met anybody who has a mobile uh, uh, oral dental hygiene. Yeah, dental yeah. Hy who, who just has that fanny that pack is and just whip, whips out like dental floss and is like, "Hey, by the way, that's their thing. That's what they're known for." I guess we're all weird, and, yeah. and far be it from me to be the 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 you know the pot calling the kettle black. But I thought that that was an interesting take. 
Holy well, moly. I'm kind of in that yeah. boat where I, I mean, I don't obviously brush my you teeth. You carry a toothbrush? Yeah, I overpack. You're packing a toothbrush everywhere you go in the I, holster ready I to go? I always make sure I have any, I have everything for any potential I'm a big scenario. overpacker as well, actually, but but I don't, I wouldn't bring a serious? toothbrush with me. Tooth- okay. No, no, no. Like I would, if, if I expect to, like if, if I expect to not come home on any given night, I might mm-hmm. actually bring a toothbrush in my backpack. But, uh, but I am an overpacker. Like I'll always pack extra underwear. <laughs> <laughs> no, usually. Wait, 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 wait. You it's carry nice to have clean underwear. You carry an extra piece of underwear around in just your everyday backpack. If I like go, if I go to work or something, I'll usually have an extra t-shirt, and extra underwear, maybe an extra pair of socks. Are you serious? Wow. Uh, uh, maybe not all the time, but often. That's. I, I feel like I'm the weird one always carrying. It's around It's like not an extra necessarily battery, that though. I. Let, let me be clear. It's not necessarily that I expect I'll wet myself yeah. or or <laughs> crap my pants. <laughs> It's that like I were especially working in a bar. I, I I'm worried that someone spill. will spill something on me, and then I'll have to change. You know, you'll wet your pants, but it's not by your own. But it's choice. not if somebody yeah. else is wetting it comes your pants from the outside, you. not from yeah. the inside yeah. of yes, the pants. Yes. All right, I wanted to say so if if someone walked up to me having a conversation with someone and they were brushing their teeth in the middle of the farmers market, my reaction would be like, "Well, that's that's weird," <laughs> you know. But but that's it. I think the ass in this story is the mom's friend. The mom's friend. Why are mom's you being friend. so kind of the mom judgy. too? The mom too. Like, yeah, just he's brushing his teeth. He had bad breath. Leave him alone. I would not like getting add, on you. He's not spitting toothpaste all over you. I would like to God. add that, that after this encounter in the farmer's market, they did have a chat about it and she apologized and, or they, there's apologies shared between the two of them and they, between the two it. of who, the mother and the friend? The mother and the and the child, and the, the, the mother son. and the child. Okay, son, daughter. Sorry, there's a man we're talking about. Well, right. I assumed, but I I honestly do not know the gender of the person who wrote this. So oh, it was. I just assumed, and I, I would be shocked if that's a woman. I, I would. I, and let's be honest here. I would be shocked if that's. A woman. I will say one more piece of information before we move on. Um, this person had heard that this was something that was popular to do in uh, other countries so uh, i i did see that he had heard that this was some people brush their teeth in public in brazil and in korea so he just was like oh yeah oh no i, I he noticed at work too that his, some of his co-workers were brushing their teeth at the office so he was assuming oh I, that means i can do that too so but but and, there's a difference yeah. between the walk around brushing versus like in the sink at work. I mean, there's right. a huge yeah, difference. Big difference. Well, for all we know, his coworkers are probably walking around and <laughs> brushing their teeth at their desks. But I anyway, uh, we've I think we've right. we've discussed enough yes, of this yes, conversation. Yes, yes. Um, so <clears throat> point to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On to our second and final this week of the stories. Am I the a hole for? Reporting my car stolen by my brother. I, a 19-year-old female, bought my first car on my birthday. I'm very happy to have this car. I live far away from school, and the closest bus stop is three kilometers away because I live on the countryside, in the countryside. My brother, an 18-year-old male, was gifted a car on his birthday, which was in December last year. Since I bought my own car, he has been using mine without letting me know first. I've tried to talk to him about it, but he said he should be entitled to using it whenever, since I didn't buy it all on my own. 
I paid for like 90% of it by using money I had saved up by working. And the rest was birthday slash Christmas money. So because I'd used some of my birthday money that was given to me, uh, that he gave me, my brother, he thought he was entitled to use it. I asked him why he couldn't use his own, because it's a nice car and there's nothing wrong with it. He said it was because mine was nicer, and his only had two seats, so he had to use mine when he wanted to pick up friends. I told him to just ask before he uses it and to please fill the gas tank, and that I still had first right to it, because it's my car. Now, I might be an asshole because yesterday I wanted to go to the mall and buy some yarn to finish a crochet project. My brother came up to me and told me he was taking the car to pick up his girlfriend. I told him no, because I needed to use the car. He told me to walk or just use the bus and took my keys and just left with my car. I called him and said that the next time he takes my car like this, I will report it stolen. He started crying, saying I was trying to isolate him and keep him away from his friends and girlfriend. I feel so bad, and I am tired of not knowing if I can use my own car or not. And I am tired of having to pay for gas I don't even use. But he really seemed upset, so I don't know if I went too far. Am I the a-hole? Now, some information that I thought would be useful for this argument, or for your arguments, gentlemen. Where are my parents in all of this? I did talk to them about this situation, but they weren't really that much help. Uh, my mother thinks that I'm being selfish and entitled to keep the car to myself, while my dad thinks that he, my brother shouldn't even be driving the car. But whatever my mom says just goes in her home. And yes, my brother is a golden child. He always has been. He was bullied a lot more in school, so my mom got more protective of him, and all of his needs started to come first. I thought that was information to put into the ether for your arguments, yes. gentlemen. Now, since Philip got to choose first, David, <laughs> what would you like to do? Yeah, I wonder. Which side <laughs> are you going to pick, David? I wonder. Oh. I think I'm going to yeah. defend the perspective, the, the, oh. the owner of this, the perspective uh, car owner here. Yeah, way to go uh, out on a limb here. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Alrighty. So, um... Since I've since I've stuck Phil with the other end of this, I'll go first. I'll give him Please, some time. Th thank you, <laughs> Jesus. Uh. What an entitled piece of shit this brother is. Oh my god. I, I mean, I don't even know how much I need to say. I mean, it's kind of said in the story. She paid for the car. It's not that he's immobile. He has his own car that he can use. All right. It, it, she is not responsible. For for him being able to see his friends, it's not like she's like locking him in his room, right? So for him to, <laughs> just, uh, let me gather my thought. I'm just I'm all over the place right now. I just think it's so ridiculous. For, okay, it's not even that she said he can't use the car. She just said you need to ask first, and if I need the car, the answer is going to be no. You know, sorry, buddy. And I think that that's that's as simple as that. If anyone wanted to use my car. If they asked for first, if if it's my sister, for example, she wanted to use my car and she asked first, no problem. If I don't need it, no problem. Use my car. I don't mind. It has more seats, whatever. If she's not even going to ask or if I already said no and she's still going to insist on using it, I think drastic action is absolutely justified, especially if your mom is going to is going to take the, the ridiculous side of the brother, right? And, and say that you're, oh, you're being unfair. You're being un unreasonable. How dare she, right? This is my car that she, I, I, like I paid. Okay. I'm, I'm in the position of this, the perspective, uh, a-hole here. 
I paid for this car. I I paid for ninety percent of it or whatever birthday money. It, whether it whether it's uh, no matter who the birthday money comes from, it's a gift. It's now mine. All right, it's my money to spend however I want. If I use it to pay for the car, that's that's my right. Right, and that is my car. No support from mom. Very little effort from dad. Yeah, I'm going to take drastic action. All right. The defense has been made. Philip, what say you? Your honor. Your very distinguished honor. Your very uh, <laughs> benevolent honor. Flattery won't get you yeah. anywhere, Philip. <laughs> I, I dare say I will. I, might I say, you look you look refined today, your honor. Uh, look. <laughs> I have no defense on the on the um, on the trial of upon which is my is my uh, is my sub client since I'm essentially defend. Uh, <laughs> you upset the walls by buttering up the judge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry, 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 that was my bad. <laughs> I, I was I was heavily no, the distracted the, the wolves inside the courtroom, Your Honor. Uh, they they were very distracting. Uh, but other than that, uh, listen. The, yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Please, jury, calm down. Uh, look, look. I have no no defense for my sub client, seeing as how I'm having to go uh, and essentially defend him. Really, realistically, that's that's where my defense comes in. I, I'm persecuting the the. The, the person by defending the brother. But look, I don't need to defend his his morality of being uh, an a-hole because, because what I'm actually defending against is does the punishment fit the crime? And that, your honor, is upon the hill upon which we will die on. Is he guilty of being rude? Yes. But does he deserve a felony charge of being uh, in possession of a stolen vehicle, something that will be on his record for years to come. No. The reason why is because who is the presiding court over the jurisdiction of those two people involved? That would be the courtroom, Your Honor, of the parents. And we have a divided courtroom, but as as uh, sanctified and as given by the person upon whose story we have to go off of, the ruling law in that land is the mother. And if her word is law, then it is okay. Two, if it was not okay, how was he able to get the car in the first place? See, I'm, it doesn't say anything about how he jumped it. How did he have access to a key if he went around? And it wasn't okay to some degree. Look. Well, he took her key. May he I provide some information yeah. in that case? Please. Because I do have an please. answer for you. Um, they do have a key holder to avoid anyone losing their keys. The a-hole in question is considering just uh, she wants to leave her keys in her room somewhere safe so he can't get to them. Oh, now she's considering it after seven times. This is the time that does. I mean, come on. I, I, you fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me seven times. Now I'm sorry. Shame on you. If, if I leave, if I leave my phone on the table at the restaurant, I'm just asking for it to be stolen. Am if I? You're, if you're in the right environment, if you're on vacation in a, in yeah, a land- still the person who stole it who's in the wrong. 
But that doesn't mean that that just because that somebody she steals your phone, David, if she, she if somebody him. steals well, your phone, order, do they deserve order? Order in the court. <laughs> your your honor, my only question is is because again, I'm not saying that my client, my sub client, essentially, because I'm defending the brother, essentially, for all this intents and purposes. I'm not saying he's not in the wrong. What I'm saying is the punishment does not fit the crime. If he if we're using the same al- analogy that David just brought up, and somebody steals his phone while eating dinner, does the thief now deserve to have their arm chopped off does the person who exactly see you're and for <laughs> that's, people, that's drastic no but they do deserve criminal charges they do stealing stuff okay so does my client my sub client deserve criminal charges if it was without warning issue if it was without warning i would say no of course not that's ridiculous drastic action but she warned him so he deserves she to warned have that him. on his record which could yes because future he, employment yes. charges yes I no. think so. Your Honest, Honor. I honestly think so. I throw myself on the mercy of the court. How could you, again, if it's a familial matter and the family has ruled the, the ruling law of the land within that house, even if she did pay She laid the- down the law. She said, you do it again, I'm going to report the car stolen. And he had that information and he chose to ignore it. Even if you don't want to go by the the rule of the parents, go by the rule of rent. And the fact that she doesn't pay rent is, I'm assuming, of what it is. If she doesn't pay rent, then her, the rules upon which she lives by are by whatever the parents say goes. And if if it, there's this, an allowance of the car, this has nothing to, to do with, with the, the the house. This is the car. But Does I'm he saying, pay rent on the car? I don't think so. But he is, But it doesn't. I'm saying that the ruling law of the land. Uh, my last words here. The ruling law of the land is the parents, and more specifically, the mother in the in the event of a tie. And so, therefore, since she okayed it, it is okay. And therefore, realistically, <laughs> any punishment is against the law. No. Okay. Uh, my last words. The ruling law go of ahead. the land, unfortunately, is the law. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this this is a very heated argument. Good the courtroom one. <laughs> was on fire today. Jeez, I was going to ask. Oh, we I was like, like, we like flaming courtrooms. Do do you both party to take a recess? Like, jeez, <laughs> y'all are on fire. Okay, but based on the arguments that I've heard and the supporting arguments, um, <laughs> while I must give credit. To the passion provided. How dare you? In some arguments. I know arguments. where you're going with this. How dare you? <laughs> I, I'm already offended. How dare you? I must admit, there was a lot of teeter tottering in your argument, my good sir. So, Philip. In my argument? Yes, there was a lot of oh. skewing around that I was like, the the this is this is diverting from the main issue at hand here. This is diverting. So I must give the point to David Disround. <laughs> no, I think I actually think it's totally fair because oh, really? she did she did warn him. Like it, it's ridiculous entitled behavior. Like the, the the what he was doing was absolutely ridiculous behavior. The 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 entitlement is disgusting, and she gave she gave him warning. And once you've done that, I, I honestly think you have to follow through because otherwise you're never going to be taken seriously. But technically, they are legal adults because they're both yeah, over the age adults. of eighteen. I really think it's. I really think it, it is. It. I do not think she's an asshole at all. Uh, dealing with that kind of behavior from a family member, um, face consequences. Sorry. You don't get to buy, you don't get, it's a, Jenny said she was, this kid with this guy was bullied a lot in school. He's now bullying her 
Like he is, he is bullying her by, yeah. And I, I, I just, I, I have no tolerance for that kind of thing. So I think it's absolutely justified. I, the and real I honestly monster here truly is the feel mother. that way. The mother is the oh, one definitely. who absolutely. instigated the brother's behavior, period. That's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's she's, she's an enabler. She's an enabler. Yes. Horrible, horrible, horrible parenting. Anyway. Our mini segment this week is it's a one-off. It's a, it's one of our our special mini segments. It is called "Hear Me Out," and I've got a little thing that I that I kind of wanted uh, some advice on from you guys. So I'm going to be hosting a little barbecue slash day drinking thing mm-hmm. with some colleagues who are going to come over to my place in a couple weeks. And uh, I don't think they listen to the podcast, so I think I can talk about this freely. I don't think I think some of them have like seen it on Instagram, but I don't. I don't. I would be surprised if any of them actually listen to it. But anyway, um, I'm going to be hosting these people, and the the plan is to do some grilling, some steak and shrimp. I want to do steak and shrimp burritos, and then some to mix some cocktails. Um, now I think it's a rational thing. Like anyone coming to a a gathering is going to bring something, you know, whether it be a a salad or, you know, a bottle of wine or, or some beers or whatever, you know? So I, I think it's, it's fair that I, I I would expect that they'd bring something and I think that they probably would, but I'm still worried that this is going to cost me a lot because it's, if I'm planning on doing a certain food, surely it's my responsibility to, buy and prepare that food. And if I want to do cocktails, it's not really reasonable of me to ask these people like, hey, please bring a bottle of rum. <laughs> you know, like that's that's not a normal gift to bring to a barbecue. So I I'm I'm stuck between between wanting these people to come in, having a very specific idea of what we're going to be doing, but also kind of wanting to to some help with chipping in. Because I'm worried it's going to get kind of expensive for me. I mean, it's not really like, yeah, just I, what do I do? What do I do? Hmm. So, so have at this point, have you established? Hey, maybe can people bring side dishes, or can people provide if there's a specific alcohol you want? BYOA. Um, has that been established already? Um, I did talk about it with a couple people like, oh, hey, maybe you guys can help me. Um, like it's going to be quite expensive. And like two of them were like, yeah, of course, we'll, you know, we'll chip in. But um, but I'm just worried like chipping in might be like it, it feels weird to ask people for cash, you know, like, oh, let's split the costs of this. That that doesn't uh, feel that's, right. That's not me. a weird thing at all. I've been to yeah, several parties that have where people have been have not had not asked for like specific items to be brought. But this, hey, would you mind like here's a QR code. I'm we're just going to leave it right here. Would you mind? sending us $10, $15 on Venmo or whatever amount you can contribute. That's totally a, a normal thing. It's, I've been to several parties where that's happened. So if you wanted to just ask for cash reimbursement, I think you're, I think you're able to yeah. say you are the host. You can, it's, you can host and ask for your guests what you need. All I think, right. that, well, you know, this actually makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Okay, so here, the first answer is yes. Feel completely free by asking, as long as it's not at the door. Like, you need to make sure there's some prep time and say, hey, guys, you know, beforehand, I just, I want to make sure that we got a really good spread out. I, I understand times can be tough, but I was hoping that I could ask, you know, kind of ask from a humble place and be like, I, I don't know whatever your equivalent would be, but just say, look, 10 bucks, 
10 bucks a person and I swear, and I'm, I really want to make this special. I, I think 10 bucks is, mm-hmm. will really go a long way for all of us and, and really help it. So that way it's cheap enough for all of us to kind of cover the costs, whatever, or, or if you can't, or even give them this out, or if you can't do the $10, if you could, I would just ask that you then bring a dish, bring or, or converse with me and say like, and ask me what I, uh, what I could possibly ask you to bring, whether that be plates, whether that be paper towels, whether that be utensils, whatever it is, like just say, just give them maybe that option, but just say, ideally, oh, yeah. I think that for the simplicity of everything, if everybody just chips in 10 bucks and we can get this thing squared away. And then even if there is that one person that either can't do it, or, or it's just like, uh, I can't afford to do that. Then be like, perfect. Out of question. Could you be, could you bring, could you go to Chipotle and grab a couple of utensils for us? Could you go to, you know, and just you know, depending on what their price point is, but I don't think it's out of the realm whatsoever at our age range to be like, guys, you know, if we all chip in 10 bucks, I can really like do this well. And, and trust me, it will go a long way. And people, especially if they're going for a dinner and they've already been like, yeah, you know what? And they trust you to not they see afterwards, especially like, oh yeah, okay, this was definitely. I can see where my money went. As long as it's not mm. like now you're serving lunchables. Then no, you're going. you're getting steak and shrimp, right? That's your that's yeah. your protein choices. Oh, yeah, so and you're good. and you're getting yeah. you're making cocktails, which can get cocktails, pricey depending yeah, on then, gathering supplies. And I have a few recipes that I'd love to share with them, like my own creations. And unfortunately. Some of those recipes are include some pretty expensive booze. So, yeah. I think you're good to ask. It's settled. Well, I've got a quick little game prepared. And I say quick. It's pretty quick. So uh, let's uh, first, before we get to that, you guys have some questions for me? I do. Now, I'm not sure if I've asked this question already on the podcast, but the answer might have changed if I have asked it previously. So, David, for you, what is the absolute worst drink that someone can order at the bar? Is there a cocktail Mm. that someone orders that you hear? If you hear them order it, you're like, oh, I have to make this thing again. Ah, What is that cocktail for you? All right, there's three answers to this. Ooh, uh, three different like different reactions and different types of drinks. Um so there's there's the one scenario where someone someone comes to the bar and they think they're they're hot shit and they're like they're like um make me something make me something strong strong and sweet uh, uh whatever you think I would like. And I'm like, dude, I don't know you. I don't care what you <laughs> strong like. Strong and sweet. I, we have a menu of of 60 cocktails. Like, no, I'm not going to pick the cocktail for you. You choose. Like, how am I supposed to know what you're going to enjoy? And then, like, if you make something that they don't like, then they're like, oh, no, I don't like it. And it's like, oh, well, that's not on me, man. You gave me the choice. So I hate I'm like, look, here's the menu. Read the ingredients and you decide what you want to drink. So there's that. Then the one bar that I work in. So there's two bars that I work in most of the time. One of them is like beer, cocktails, wine, everything. And the other one is, is really specifically a cocktail bar. People come in all the time asking for beer and coffee and wine, and we have none of those things. It's You're like a cocktail bro, bar. Bro, where do you bar. see the coffee machine? There's no coffee machine here. <laughs> it's a small bar, and it's just like Phil. You've been there. You've seen it. There's no coffee machine. Nowhere There's- in the whole tiki atmosphere do I ever feel welcomed to ask for an espresso. I don't know no, where I don't know get the idea exactly. Tiki. I'm- 
it's a tiki bar. It's a tiki cocktail bar. So maybe maybe I would forgive them if they asked for a pineapple, you know, or or some food there. But to go to go above and beyond and ask for. Hey, uh, where's uh, can I get a double cap mocha with uh, yeah, no. extra foam? I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? And then doing? and then people order beer as well. And and we do have a tap uh, behind, like at the back of the bar. There's a beer tap, but it's not connected to anything. And also, like we're right next to four other bars that are part of the same company that are full of beer. Like it's just amazing selections of beer. But they come into our bar and they're like, I want I want a uh, Heineken, and we're like, bro, we don't have Heineken. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> So there's that, but then the, there is a there is one recipe. It's called the Raffles Singapore Sling that we do, and uh, and it's very complicated. So like I know that when someone orders that, I'm like, okay, I've got to go back to the iPad, search for the recipe because I do not know it, and that one's the the d- difficult one. The um, Raffles Singapore I'll, I'll Sling. Raffles Singapore Sling. Hmm, interesting. The Raffles Sing. Okay, fun. Uh, David. I have a question that is quite possibly as uh, as uh, poignant and deep as Jenny's was, um, just in a different way. Would you? <laughs> would you? Yes. Would Whoa! You, look at a friend's butthole if they thought they were having a medical episode on the weekend and wanted a second opinion. <laughs> <laughs> on the weekend. Whoa! I think that's important because we're talking about like. Are we talking about like like a friend like you, Philip? Like yeah, that well, level of friendship? That assumption out there, sure, David. If I offered you to look at my <laughs> butthole for medical purposes, would you help a friend out? I would look. I would. I would look from a distance, what and then I would a tell loving you, friend. I would tell you, David. Phil. I don't know what I'm doing here. Why don't you go to an out of hours clinic? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I guess I would. I would do that for a friend. Oh, just a side note back about about the bar thing. My other favorite thing is when people ask when they come inside and they're like, oh, hey, uh, can we go sit upstairs? Because there's stairs that lead up. And I'm like, yeah, you can on the toilet (laughs) because that's all that's upstairs. All right. Time for a game. I was looking up what the things that happen in June. This episode is going to release in June. So June is upon us. And June, I think it was 18th or something, is picnic day. It's, Ooh. I don't know, a day celebrating a picnics. Picnic. So uh, this game is called Quick Picnic. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to list off four things needed for some element of a picnic. Okay. So if that element was, um, or let's just say a picnic itself, I might say uh, a blanket, sunshine, a basket, food, whatever. That might all you might go you. So then one of you will buzz in with your name and say oh, Jenny, and you'll say I think the word is uh, barbecue, and I'll be like ah, not quite. And then Philip goes Philip, and he says picnic, and I go Philip. Gosh, you're a genius. <laughs> so there we go. That's the game. But these are all elements within a picnic. So things that you might bring to the picnic. I have some news to announce before we get to the game, Jenny. I'm sorry to do this to you. But I guarantee that I'm going to win this game. I must. I absolutely demand that I will. I cannot stand to lose another damn game for like the seventh straight damn week in a row. Why are we yelling? I'm sorry, Jenny. <laughs> I'm, I'm very passionate about this. Uh, a clarifying point. Some of these might be uh, tools, appliances, or <laughs> ingredients. Let's play. Let's play. Woo. Name is our buzzer? 
Name is your buzzer. Okay. And I'll give you four or five things per thing. Great. Uh, I hope that's clear. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. First so question. So give us a couple things before the thing so that way we can guess the thing. Got it. Great. Yes. Thermos. Cups. Sugar. Milk. Or creamer. I heard Philip. So I just for one more clarification, I'm sorry. You said it, it can be a thing? Right. Anything, uh, yeah. So, um, how to dispense mobile coffee? I'll give it to you. The answer is just coffee. Oh, okay, okay. I, d- I didn't know how in the weeds we were going. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll give it to you. Coffee Wait, what was were the, the answer. What were the words again? I did not get thermos, coffee from... Thermos, cups, sugar, and milk or creamer. Oh, <laughs> I didn't hear the creamer because all I heard was, Philip! Uh. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, okay. Point, Philip. Philip, you are on your way You've to earned it, Philip. Go. You're on your uh, own tea. Okay. Question two Tupperware, nuts, Jenny. dried fruits. Jenny. What is trail mix, my good sir? Trail mix is the correct answer. I really thought Phil was going to get there. <laughs> oh. We know how much you love trail mix, Philip. I do. I do oh, really? You're a big fan of trail you mix, Philip? I would also not put m M&M, The last thing that I didn't say was M&M's. I wouldn't put M&M's in a trail mix. I think a trail mix which should be like nuts and dried fruits and all that it stuff. It should be spared. Well, mm. it should be sparing uh, uh, M&M's or else it defeats the purpose of it. But it should be sparingly. Like any trail mix you get at like a general store that's pre-made has such a, a strong concentration of chocolate, which obviously is a, an appeal to a lot that's of people. Fair. But it's mm. it's far too much to overweigh the, the health a- aspect of it. So, uh, so yeah, right. I, I Save agree. it fight me, buddy. <laughs> Question three, the point that it's tied at one. A basket. A serrated knife, a cutting board, a cloth to cover it. Jenny? Jenny. What is bread? Bread. No! Not, not Jeopardy bread, Jenny, but uh, but I'll, I'll take it. Bread is the correct what answer. Was, what was the actual, sorry, what, what did you no, say? bread. Oh, okay. You said, you said brain- what is bread, and I said what I, is bread? What? What? What is bread? <laughs> bread me. Wait, my millennial ass was like, ooh, charcuterie. But no, I realized you were talking about bread with the serrated knife. So excellent. Serrated, a serrated knife, not a cheese knife. That mm-hmm. was the key That was the thing key there. here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. I was ready for, for Philip to be like, wouldn't bread already be sliced? No, Philip. This is a rustic picnic. You got that bread no, fresh from the bakery. You get that fresh from the bakery. Some oh good my god! Oh, I completely forgot that. I forgot the theme was damn picnics. I'm here thinking. I was like, oh, I'm just thinking out on the. Okay, good. Let's go. Let's what did go. you think it was? Right. I, we're guessing words. Jenny, two to one. Question four. Question four. Bread. Spread. Philip. What are sandwiches? Not specific enough. What are, what are, what are, what are, what are, what are, hold uh, on. I'll read more. I'm going to start over. Philip, you are get- so loud. Yeah. <laughs> He's desperate. <laughs> bread, I'm a spread. Man. Don't blow up the ears of our listeners, dude. <laughs> lettuce. Tomato. What? Bacon. What is it? Oh. Philip, 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 Philip,
Bella, I got you, buddy. What is it's a BLT? A BLT is the correct oh. answer. Two BLT dynamite. A BLT guarantee. <laughs> I didn't think this game would be that fun. Honestly, I thought this is kind of like a, a weak game. This is not going to be the str- a strong week for me, uh, game wise. But this turned out great. <laughs> all right, weak games. Final got my name all over it, buddy. Final question, and I want specificity. Oh. Glasses, a stopper, time to breathe. Jenny. Jenny. What is wine? Not specific enough. (gasps) Red wine? Glasses, (laughs) a stopper, time to breathe, a cooler. Oh. What? Philip. What is boxed wine? Oh, God, no. Ew, disgusting. Not in this house. <laughs> We're picnicking. All rules are out, thrown out the door. But All right, you each had a guess. Picnic. It's uh, it's open up to the floor again. Um, those are your your ingredients. Anyone have uh, any other guesses? We'll run it through one last time, and then we'll just glasses, go to a stopper, time to breathe, and a cooler. What is Philip? What Phillip? is champagne? No, well, you wouldn't no. put champagne through a. I, I don't yeah. drink. I don't know what these things oh, are. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. What is the process of... No. <laughs> what What is a makeout session of beginner's tools? Like, what are we looking for? <laughs> what is a meet-cute picnic? I don't know. Jenny, yeah. you were so close at one point, and then, Philip, you were also really close at another point. I don't know if that helps. Yeah, we're, we're done. What, what What is it? What is it? Oh, that means I have to have a tiebreaker, buddy. We're on 2-2. Yes. Um, Anyone have red, any red other wine. guesses? I know red wine needs filtering, so... Um, well, it should have time to breathe. What is a yeah, Chardonnay? Too specific. <laughs> what, is, what is a baby-making uh, tutorial no, thing? No. no. I don't, I don't right. know. That's in the it. Middle That's of it's June. like sampling white, wine. Like, what is... White wine. White wine oh, was the answer. Because the, the cooler. Oh. cooler. Ah. I would have taken rosé. I'd have taken rosé. Rose, um, yeah. I was so close. Closest, I guess, ah. was champagne, but no, that was, uh, that was, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, pause. I'm going to come up with a tiebreaker. All right. I've found a tiebreaker. Closest wins. The longest picnic table ever measured. How long was it? And we're talking in hundreds of meters. Picnic table. Oh, hundreds of meters. Um, should, uh, should we... Should we just Jenny, type it? Should uh, we just you, you? Okay, sure. Let's type it in so that way we both guess at the same time, and then that way we just type it in. into the chat. Yeah, type okay. it into the chat, and we'll just press enter whenever we after we give our guesses, Jenny. Okay. All right. So in so this is hundreds of meters. In meters. Yeah, hundreds of meters. Yeah, and there's roughly three point three feet in a meter. Oh boy. So my guess was uh, 400 meters. Jenny, what was your guess? I try to pr- approach it from a realistic t- standpoint, so I try to just keep it in the 100s. So 165 meters. One of you is frighteningly close. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Unbelievably co- close. The longest picnic table measures... 407 meters. Yeah! <laughs> 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 
Congratulations, Philip. You've manifested. Congratulations, Philip. It's been a long time coming, buddy. Oh. <laughs> you were tired for this win. I will bow gracefully and give this to you. This is the Shaw Stank Redemption. My God, I traveled through 12,437 miles of pure and utter crap to get back to this victory. Holy hell. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. All right. All right. We move on. And with that victory, I go to a record of two and seven. Yikes. While David remains at a record of five and three, and Jenny sinks under 500 with a record of three and four. Mm. That's bad. Oh, <laughs> that was a lot for me. <laughs> Sorry, I was really enjoying the slapage this week. I, I apologize, guys. Uh, you know what? Maybe I should take some advice after my own song of choice this week for that slaps. It's called Silence. Uh, it's by Marshmallow featuring Khalid. Uh, of course, anything featuring or or having Khalid in it is going to have a sick beat. This, of course, is no exception. And it also has Marshmallow in it, who will drop a sick beat himself. Uh, the The word is silence and the tong- song title, the tonged title. No, the song title is named Silence. Go check it out. It's a good one. Jenny, what's your That Slaps? I bring a film to the table this week. I got the privilege of seeing a lot of great horror movies, but I want to talk about one hidden gem in particular because it slapped. This film is called Pieces. It is from the year 1983, and this is a Spanish-American film directed by Juan Piquer Simon. And the the movie is about a frustrated Boston detective. Yes, this is a Spanish-American film, but it takes place in Boston. Um, It's about a detective that searches for the maniac responsible for mutilating a number of university co-eds. I gotta say, guys, I think this is my new favorite slasher horror. There is an element of comedy to it as well that really heightens the the uniqueness of this film. It, the the movie, the majority of the movie is dubbed over in English. Um, you can tell it's spoken in both English and Spanish, but the English dub is mwah, chef's kiss. There's a lot of great, hilarious moments, and the kills are pretty creative. Um, for being what it is, it's it's a cult classic, and I'm so happy that it exists. So if you're a horror buff like me, go watch Pieces. That slaps. I discovered a new song this week in my in my just perusing of Spotify's suggested like discover this this week, and um, you guys know Lincoln Park, the rapper from Lincoln Park, uh, Mike Shinoda, has a song featuring Kay Flay, whoever that is. It's called "Make It Up As I Go." And I really enjoyed it. I love Linkin Park, and I I like Fort Minor a lot as well as Mike Shinoda's other group, but it's more rap based, uh, less rock based, obviously. And this one is just a just just him. It's just him and featuring K. Flay, and it's a really good song. So I think you guys should check it out. Make it up as I go. Well, the time has come to bring this episode to a close. But before we go, before we leave you, we want to say a few thank yous to some special peeps. First of all, to Cass and Crossland and Jake Corlang for the music on the show. We love you guys and we thank you. Thank you to Ryan Ardell. And thank you to Josh Hans for all the audio bits you get to hear throughout the show. And thank you to you, the listener, for supporting us and tuning in. So check us out. We've got a lot of episodes in the back catalog. 
Go have a listen. Most of them are pretty timeless. So uh, enjoy and recommend us to your friends. We're trying to grow. We're trying to spread. We are out on socials. We have a new name on socials recently. So it is Roast and Toast Pod on Instagram. It is Roast Toast Pod on uh, Twitter. But better yet, go to our Instagram, go to our link tree, and you'll find it all over there. Okay, so check us out all over socials. And we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, just about anywhere except for Pandora, because screw you, Pandora. Okay, okay, you guys. Stop if you're this one. Stop if you're this one. Hey, boo-boo, let's go get us a picnic basket. No, 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 I know it's terrible. Just, I, I just wanted to give it a try. <laughs> That's the thing.